Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. There's no escape. The only hope is the sweet relief of death. Whoa! Oh, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> My army! Koopas! Koopas! Whatever those things are! Aww. We will destroy the Mushroom Kingdom! Bowser is coming. I'm not afraid. I'll do anything for my brother. We're going to save him. Yes! Fire! <laughs> you asked for it. This is fun! Here we go! Attack! Editor's note. So, I'm not sure exactly what happened when we were recording this. But uh, my audio seemed to go really high and then fix itself. And Jake's audio seemed to be going in and out and sometimes be too low. I did the best that I could to try to fix the audio. So, sorry. But yeah, I just want to give you that heads up before we get started. Now, on to the show. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf and I have with me Classic Jake and New Jake. Say hi, Classic Jake. Hi, Classic Jake. Say, Mamma Mia, New Jake. Mamma Mia. And uh, we're doing the spoiler cast for the Super Mario Brothers movie, the 2023 movie specifically. Um, so we haven't had a chance to even talk about this movie first. So let's go around, Robin. Um, talk about the 3D aspect first, of course. Um, so I really enjoyed the 3D aspect. Um, I, I gave it a, a great 3D. Um, Jacob, what are your thoughts on the 3D? Yeah, it was borderline fantastic because whatever I wanted it to push the window and just break it, it, it didn't, it just, it was right there. And it's just like, it came close to greatness, but it still is really good 3d. I agree with your sentiments there. All right. Pass it, Jake. Yeah. Three overall was really, really good. There were occasionally some scenes where they, um, Look like they cut corners, and it just didn't have any mid gap. But but it it is well worth seeing in three D. I highly yeah. recommend it. All right, so my official grade was great three D. Do you guys agree with that, or, or do you give it lower? Oh, I agree. Yeah, I'd give it great three D. I mean, I wanted it to be editor's choice. I felt like it could have had a lot more depth. Um, there's a lot of scenes where, like, okay, come on, give me more. And, and we do get a lot of fun stuff that pop out. So I, I still would have oh, liked yeah. more of it, but I still really yeah. enjoyed the 3D. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there could have been scenes where a Mario company could have came out to the audience a bit more. <laughs> uh, like, at least there's, like, some particle effects that came out to the, the, the play there. So, in my review, I, I said there was like an 8 out of 10 for the 3D. I, I wish it could have been like a 10, but it didn't go there. Do you guys think that's fair? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, I especially love the scene in New York where uh, the Mario Brothers are running to their next job. And, you know, it, it's, yes. a, it's a fun little nod to, the you know, 2D games. But it's also really nice how they use the different layers of 3D. Yeah, it kind of felt like a... Super Mario 3D laying on the 3DS a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the scene, uh, since we're in the spoiler cast here, um, 
the scene specifically where like Mario is like exploring the Mushroom Kingdom, and you get like a real good sense of what you know when you have those uh, that big I forget the thing is called, but that big creature walk above him and just walking in the mushrooms that looks really nice and pretty too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the bullet bill and uh, there's multiple things that are thrown out of the screen, but yeah, the bullet bill near the end was really cool. The giant, the bonsai bill, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? Um, oh, the the post the credits were gorgeous too. Oh yeah. Uh, um, just how they did the layering. The, the, the layering is just so nice to have multiple layers of of three D and okay, that's that's it's fun. It's nice and um, yeah, I felt like. It felt good to have a like a a three D like sequence in like on the credits at least it was really nice. Now, did you guys have any issues with like some dark scenes and like ghosty and stuff or no? I didn't notice any ghosting or any dark seeds. Really, I mean there were dark seeds, but I didn't notice any ghosting at all. Okay, maybe it was my theater. Um, I know the scene like when they first go into the sewers. Um, it's like, okay, it's kind of dark here. And then like, there's one where Mario was trying to fix, um, a pipe and it's like, I felt like the depth should have been more there. I mean, yeah, fair. Like it could have been more death wall, but I think that's kind of inherently because where it was kind of dark, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, get, I get your sentiment. Yeah. And there were things where I checked that they really, they didn't go the mid ranges I think that they they just ran out of time, or they decided it won't look that good. We're just not going to put. Um, we're just going to minimize the, the the layers of depth here. Uh, yeah, it, it's probably also where I assume this was a post conversion versus actually being animated and made in three D. Mm-hmm. The um, I don't know about y'all, but the the in- Nintendo intro itself looks really weird. I don't know why. It just, it just seemed kind of, you know, it's like their first movie, so they probably don't have it down pat just yet. But like the whole like Nintendo intro, like the you know the like two second you know I you know, it just really looked weird, like it was reversed or something. And I was disappointed that yeah. the the Mario rap was in three D. I know it's a commercial, but still, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they did turn off the 3D for that scene specifically, but I understand why. But yeah, it's still yeah. pretty nice. It's really pretty, and, and it's gorgeous, and the animation here, yeah. Now, at least the DK rep was in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yep, DK. <laughs> Don't get tone. All right, so uh, I guess we all in agreement here, Gray 3D? Yes. Yeah. So let's get to the movie itself. Uh, Jacob, what is your thoughts on the movie itself? Uh, the, the plot is serviceable but thin, but I had such a great time watching it. Uh, I absolutely adore it. But I think it's mainly... Uh, I'm biased because I'm a huge fan of the games, have been for pretty much life. And it's just like seeing all the Easter eggs and just seeing the world come alive in animation. It's just... Fantastic fun. But yeah, the plot is just not the greatest. Okay. Jacob? Or classic Jake? Uh, this is exactly the type of movie Scorsese was talking about being amusement park. You know, <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. 
as the movie goes, eh. But this was one hell of an experience. Yeah, it was a fun ride. Yeah. Like the most perfect cutscene ever for a video game. Yeah. It's it's like if uh, Mario games had like full voice acting and, you know, it was just that. <laughs> Weird. I expected to be using my hands to hit buttons and stuff and yeah. failing miserably. But here, I don't have to touch a button and Mario doesn't fall to his death. <laughs> yeah. It, it just has that momentum, which is a good thing and a bad thing because, uh, you know, I think the biggest flaw, you know, I, I agree with Jacob, um, but I, I feel like the, it's too short and like they don't let things breathe. And that, that drove me crazy sometimes. You're like, okay, give me more. Like, you know, with Princess Peach's backstory. Okay, give me a whole lot more on that because uh, why do they make her the princess and not the queen? I don't know. What happened there? Give me more. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, like, it's like also Mario instantly became a hero after the first montage. And I'm like, uh, that's that's too soon? Because <laughs> he's literally just a plumber from Brooklyn. And like he should be able to command, like, learn how to use a Tanuki suit and just fly as he does at the end of the movie. It's like, that makes no sense. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, the first time he knows he gets a power-up, he knows exactly how to use it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny that he hates mushrooms, but... <laughs> now, what do you guys think of his family? I felt like the family was good, but it was just too many characters. Yeah, like, I don't even know all their names. <laughs> right? It was like Mama <laughs> Mario, Daddy Mario, yeah, Grandpa Mario. <laughs> Produced a whole bunch of spin-off games and merchandising possibilities. Yeah. Now, now, um, classic Jake. We, me and uh, Jacob have probably played all the mainland games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most of these characters are new. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think they've referenced the mom and dad in Loshi's uh, Island games, but they haven't shown them. And yeah. The, the, Brothers and other brothers and uncles, never. That's brand new to this film. Oh, oh yeah. I'm correct. These were just new merchandising possibilities they threw up on the screen. Yeah. Um, now, I did love how they did include Charles Monet, the original voice of Mario, as the dad. <laughs> yeah. And then as Giuseppe in the um, pizzeria. That was great. Yeah. Um, and how they kind of made fun of the stereotypical kind of voice that um, that that was a fun way to make fun of it and to kind of honor it as well because you still get Charles Marnay in there as Mario. He was playing Mario voice since '90s, so the fact that he was able to be you know in a motion picture in the Mario motion picture was great. Uh, I, I was happy with that, and there was a very playful way to kind of showcase. Yeah, that voice acting would get annoying. <laughs> Um, you know, the, the whole plot with uh, saving the city and, um, it's just kind of ridiculous, uh, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's not, everything has to be super deep and, you know, emotional. Like I don't need uh, every animated movie to make me rethink life. <laughs> I just, I love how, even how bad the original 1993 live action movie is, it's still referenced in the movie with, uh, the beginnings taking place to New York and then the the climax also taking place in New York. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, it's, it's a fun movie. Um, it's, it's hilarious. And I felt like the comedy was still, was good, 
Maybe they showed off too much in trailers, but I felt like it could have been more. Like, I wanted more jokes. Yeah. I mean, but, like, it, they also had to get the plot. And, like, and Mario and Luigi were separated for most of the plot. So you couldn't get as many jokes as you could, which is unfortunate. Because <laughs> Charlie yeah. Day as Luigi is fantastic. But, yeah, but I thought it was smart making um, Luigi the uh, damsel in distress and not Peaches. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time with the Luigi, it wasn't his fault. It was not at all his fault uh, that, you know, he got captured. He did, you right. know, I actually really liked that sequence where he was battling those, um, uh, he was trying to fight all those different creatures and um, it made the, the, <laughs> the, what's it called? The death ones, the death Koopas. Um, the shy guys. Oh, the, the, the dry bones. Dry bones made him scary, which I like. Yeah. Um, it kind of made me feel like a precursor to a Luigi's Mansion movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the Shy Guys are terrifying. <laughs> yes. I'm like, well, watching that, I was like going, the sequel better be Luigi's Mansion. That's all I got to say. I have a feeling it's probably going to be closer to Sunshine, like uh, Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But they did need to have a Luigi's Mansion spinoff movie. I mean... <laughs> The, the fact that you know what Luigi's Mansion is, is is a pretty big thing because it's you know the series has three movie, games in it, but it has a great personality. Luigi being scared and being basically a Ghostbuster is a lot of a lot of good stuff they could do for a movie there. Oh yeah, yeah. they should also do a Mario Party for the Stoners. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody I know who plays Mario Party, that's why. Uh, Mario Party is just fun. Yeah, yeah. it would be fun. Um, okay, so what, the the amount of Easter eggs here, people have complained about it. I thought it was perfect because they have the Easter eggs. If you don't get it, you don't get it. They don't dwell in any of them. Like you no. know, like a game, except instead of hitting a button, finding loot, you're using your eyes when you're pointing out Easter eggs. Yeah. Like, you had Jumpman Arcade Machine at the pizza parlor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, of course, and, and, and they had half the movie seemed like it was in cards. Like Mario Kart. Yeah. And, you know, the pizzeria being Punch-Out Pizzeria, which is a, a Nintendo game. And, the uh, yeah. you know, the characters on the wall were characters from Punch-Out. And if you yeah. don't know what Punch-Out is, so what? It's just a pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luigi, uh, Luigi's ringtone for the cell phone was, uh, uh, the GameCube music. Um, so I guess the biggest question here was, uh, did you, was Chris Pratt bad in this? I thought he was totally good. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't the best part. (laughs) Yeah, he was fine. Do I think other actors could have done it? Yeah. I think other actors played a lot of these characters. And they would have been, they would have been good, but they yeah, were. Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been a fantastic as Mario. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <we're> so- Luigi. <laughs> now uh, we got to say that there's one person that really stole the show, and we know we all know who that is, right? <laughs> Keegan Michael Key. Hey, he was good. He was good. <laughs> but no, he seriously, he was really good. We all. Uh, you mean, Luma Lee? Well, yeah, that was <laughs> just the spirit animal, yeah. No, but, I mean, Bowser, Jack Black is incredible as Bowser. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, like, I'm glad Chisaga's going viral. Yeah, Peaches is my earworm in my head. He just nailed it so well, and it's fun. And, um, I mean, Chris Patton's really good. Um, it's perform- you know, I, I enjoyed the performance, but everyone else kind of outshined him. You know, Toad was really good. Oh. You know, Luigi was really good. Donkey Kong was good. Everyone was really good, if not better. I actually really like Cranky Kong. Yes. I, I think that should have been Larry David instead of Fred Armstead because he's not cranky enough. Oh, but he was cranky enough. It worked. It works. Eh. Him and eh. Seth Rogen. It's fine. Classic Jake, what were you saying about Seth Rogen? They had great energy together. Yeah. I love the rivalry between uh, Donkey Kong and Mario and how they didn't like each other, but it was fun. And then um, how they were able to survive together. And, and it, it was fun. It was really well done. Yeah. And um, the how they did the Mario Kart stuff works. I thought it was like, okay. That makes sense. They're trying to travel. They got a cart. They got a rainbow road. Let's do that. And then um, I was not expecting the blue shell at all. I love that, though. <laughs> yeah, I like how that was actually done. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We never had a Mario Kart where we actually can destroy the levels, <laughs> which now I want. <laughs> yes, that, that, that needs to be a thing. Just like you could, you could like hit a certain power and it just changes the evolution of the level. Do it. Do it, Nintendo. Now, there has been levels with elements that get, you know, change, and there's elements, you know, that you can knock into this thing or that thing, but, like, to actually have where you could destroy part of the level forever, that'd be cool. <laughs> yes. I, I kind of like how also in the in the, the, the cart scene, they actually kind of had a nod to double dash a little bit, whatever Mario's on the back of uh, Donkey Kong's cart. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. A double dash. That's cool. Now, two of my favorite aspects of this movie were the soundtrack, which I thought was gorgeous. Yes. Oh my god. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I need that Music soundtrack. Was... Uh huh. Great. They they made all the right decisions with the soundtrack. I didn't even now, mind some all the song the, choice. All the <laughs> I didn't even see all the songs thrown in because uh, sometimes I roll my eyes because they're too on the nose or something, but. And I really like the parkour scene where they had the Beastie Boys Sabbath. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the sabotage was good, but the other one, the other song was just kind of uh, not needed, but okay, fine. It didn't like, it was pretty quick. The, yeah, the don't remember the games, uh, something to for them to have. But how they orchestrated it was just beautiful. <laughs> And how it just weaved in and out of the scenes, and, and it just kind of, it never looped, it was just kind of flowed really well, and it's just so pretty. Mm-hmm. And, okay, the animation here, uh, oh my god, uh, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, of course, I figured it looked really good, because Mario um, made the transition to 3D um, animation a long time ago. So they, I figured they had these designs down pat. It was just so bright and colorful and vivid and just, it just felt like this actually could be like a tangible world. Like when they were exploring the mushrooms and like, okay, the grass has great texture and it just, it looks, it just has this feel to it that. Uh, and it's nice seeing an animated movie that has a different character design. I'm really getting tired of everybody looking like, 
the movie up or looking like uh, a, or looking like the 1940s Superman. It seems like that's what everybody's going for. I didn't mind at all the changes um, from the you know traditional Mario kind of uh, animation look. I, I thought it worked really well. And, and actually watching the movie, didn't mind it at all. I thought it was beautiful and just how they were able to animate each character you know, just that one scene in the Mario Kart where, you know, the character, one of the Koopas that goes, hits Mario, Mario gets the shell, jumps up, throws it behind another person, and just how well animated that is. It's such a wonderful, you yeah. know. Yeah, <sighs> they, managed make a, they managed to make a Mario Brothers movie better than the, than the Horneo Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mario just needed a little bit more cake in the butt, but that's that's all he needed. Mm-hmm. And this is like I think the prettiest movie, animated movie I've seen in a long time. Oh yeah, mm. it's it's just it's, oh I haven't played a Mario game in 4K, but now it's like oh now I want to see this, <laughs> you know. All right, so the story here is is, is basic. Um, Luigi gets captured. They accidentally go to the Mushroom Kingdom, and then now Bowser wants to take over because he wants to marry Peach, which I didn't see that coming. And it's it's happened before in the games, but it's hilarious. It's stupid, but it's fun. I just, yeah, I like I like how he's portrayed as kind of like a simp. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they really updated it for to kind of the modern. Uh, kind of internet creep. Yeah, I just, I wanted to know how uh, how he became aware of Peach and, like, how did the crush develop? Like, did they go to school together? Are we going to get a Mario High School movie together? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's happening? Oh, yeah, I mean, I, there's so many plot holes, and like, okay, what, w- tell me more about this, and okay, you're just going to move on. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And I love the chemistry between Mario and Peach and Mario and Luigi. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even yeah. Toad and Peach. <laughs> Everyone works well together. <laughs> Cranky and Donkey, yeah. Donkey and Mario. Mm-hmm. It all works. It all worked well. Yep. I mean, uh, yeah, it's 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 basic. It's just kind of, okay, I have so many damn questions here. You know, obviously... Um, why do we need all? The, we could have just had the mom and dad. We didn't need the whole family there. Uh, Mario, that, that was too many characters here. And then, um, you know, it, it's a deep ass cut to have Spike from Wrecking Crew being a, a big, you know, a character in this movie because Wrecking Crew is like one game that came out thirty years ago that I think most people have not played. <laughs> but okay, sure, you want to have Spike as a character, go for it. <laughs> But, like, you know, I did like that they mentioned, oh, the blocks are just floating here. Okay, sure, um, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense in that universe. Yeah. And, and just having Mario go through the pipes and get confused, beautiful. Wonderful animation, yeah. funny. And, you know, people comment, oh, it's not deep enough. I get that. I totally get that. But sometimes you can just have a fun slapstick and it works. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with the critical reception is, like, how it's kind of overwhelmingly negative. It, it makes no sense of why it's so negative. It's just it's just a movie for kids, and it's fun. Come on, one is, how, how many video game movies are actually good? Because, because video games don't have a narrative unless it's, like, The Last of Us or Fallout, generally. Yeah. And we got very little so development. It's hard to not a stupid narrative 
like the first Sonic movie. I haven't seen the second one, but the first, I mean, good. does anybody think the first Sonic movie storyline is actually good? No. <laughs> no. It's a fun movie, though. Yeah, it's a fun yeah, movie. But the thing is, watching this movie, I was going, God, I wish they had made Sonic like this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, for me, I felt like this was a, a spectacular achievement that they were able to get the flow of the games and make it fun and make it enjoyable. And you like these characters, you like this scenario. It's not deep, but who cares? It doesn't matter if it's not deep. It's fun yeah. and it's entertaining. It's, it, it's just it's, they know how to make it enjoyable, and it's just it's it's not grating. You don't have fart jokes after fart jokes of other animated things. It's, it's you know, it's what it needed to be. It helps that Shigeru Miyamoto was a producer on this film. It helped actually had a say in the production. Yeah. Now, Nintendo had a big hand in this, and they were watching over this like a hawk, which, understandable. <laughs> and it was obviously the people involved in this knew the material, liked the material, and knew why people liked the material and what worked and what didn't work. They took minimal chances, like giving Mario a family. Of course, didn't ever do anything about his last name because, I mean, it must be rough going through life being named Mario Mario. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the name, like the Gabes are Super Mario Brothers, so, I mean, Mario, Mario makes sense. Yeah. It's just, it's just dumb, and it's fine. It's, 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 yes. it's, um, you know, is there more than one star? Is there, how did Bowser know there's a star there? <laughs> um, I, I thought it was hilarious, though, that Bowser was going to, you know, sacrifice everybody. in a Lee movie. What was that? Are we going to get a Uma Lee spinoff universe? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great... Those lines just hit perfectly. <laughs> um, that character is from Super Mario Galaxy and uh, was not dark in Galaxy movies, but in the Galaxy games, but it definitely was dark here, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, well, just think of what that character is. That's probably the only way they did. Well, according to the lore of uh, Super Mario uh, Galaxy, uh, those characters they they like they die and then they come back to life. So it's just kind of a fun in joke that they should they don't have nothing to fear because they come back to life anyway. <laughs> and it's just the ridiculous nature of Bowser thinking that you know if he you know has the star that will impress it. You know, it's just so stupid. But you know, it's stupid. It's fun. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous, and that's fine. I don't, yeah. <laughs> not everything has to be like Soul and, you know, have you rethink about oh, the universe. Commentary on uh, all these um, princess uh, rescuing games and guys thinking that, oh, if I just rescue the, pr rescue the girl, uh, she's mine. She's like a trophy. And that's not the way relationships work. Yeah. And the way Mario and Princess were, were flirting, it was natural. That felt like it was actually, you know, because they had good chemistry together. And it wasn't necessarily just because, you know, the characters were written that way. It just, it felt right. Yeah. Um, 
what other things? Oh, I love the ending with Luigi. With him helping out Mario with the, um, like, using the shield, uh, using the, the, was it the trash bucket or the manhole cover as a shield? Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, uh, classic Jake, since you, you haven't, not really a gamer, I guess I really want to hear your opinion and your overall thoughts. What other things do you want to say about this movie? Okay. Um, no, I think I, I have watched, I, my experience with Mario was mostly playing Donkey Kong as a kid and watching friends while I'm high as a kite. They're playing Mario Party and Mario Karts, and I'm like, messed up to like move or close my eyes uh i had a blast with this i had no trouble following it and even and i never realized how much mario is seeped into my consciousness how much i actually picked up on okay so you don't need to be a big gamer or a super fan to enjoy this movie. all right jacob yeah, it's it's. I feel the same way. It's like you don't have to be a fan of the games to enjoy it. it you know, it sets up its own thing. It sets up the the universe for the the games in general, sort of. You know, it's the same spiel. Two plumbers from Brooklyn are in the Mushroom Kingdom, and they have to. Well, they have to save somebody, <laughs> but Luigi in this case. But in the games, it's always Princess Peach or Luigi in some cases. So, yeah, you don't have to enjoy the games, but it kind of helps. And the games weren't always about the plot. I mean, the RPGs were. No. But the, the mainline games were just about the, the journey, not the, you know, just having the fun adventures and the level design. And it's, yeah. And just how were they able to kind of capture that here and have these different levels and have these different environments? You know, I would like to know more about their adventures and, you know, each, like they go to the, you know, this area with the desert and you, don't get anything about that. You don't get any, you know, they go on the bridge, but you don't get anything about that. You just get very little, but it's fine. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, you see you see Yoshi for a split second. Nothing else. You don't get Daisy. You don't get Rosalina. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what, I was really happy how they were able to handle Donkey Kong characters because um, yep. in the 90s, they had them, you know, be become a big thing because of Donkey Kong Country games. And it was really, really borderline racist, what they were trying to do, show it off Donkey Kong, the, you know, and how they kind of were encompassing black culture. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of racists that compare black people to, you know, apes or monkeys. So it, they, they walked that line, and this movie they had no problem with that. They didn't look like, you know, they weren't, it wasn't like that at all. But you know what I'm talking about, Jacob, with um, how in the 90s they had... Oh, yeah, the Donkey Kong rap. <laughs> but, like, I mean, not just that, but, yeah, I... I yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah. It was a very of, unfortunate. Yeah, well, Japan's notorious for some of their uh, cultural insensitivities. Well, uh, the Donkey Kong countries were made by Englishmen. But, yeah. Well... They could get away with. It. That's why they just. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of like all the, the uh, Third Reich uh, coffee shops that used to be in Tokyo. Huh. Uh. 
Um, I definitely would want to watch Donkey Kong movie though. Um, I think they definitely oh, set yeah. up that universe pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like they set up Diddy, they had. Uh... What was that, Jake? Press check. I would love to see Mario jumping over flaming barrels. Yeah. <laughs> In something better than eight. But like, what would Donkey Kong be captured and Mario be the bad guy in that movie? <laughs> like Donkey Kong, yeah, uh, Donkey Kong Junior. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I guess we could wrap up. What's your scores for the film? Uh, classic Jake. Uh, I give it a seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, new Jake. Seven out of ten. All right. I went ahead and gave it an eight out of ten in a movie award. <laughs> So I, I liked it and just a little bit more than y'all. And I just appreciated how they're able to capture this universe. That's why it got the editor's choice because, and then just make it so beautiful and sound so gorgeous. It's just, it's something that I'm going to come back to and it's going to be fun to watch and, you know, talk about. Yeah. This, uh, this is a rare franchise that left movie that left me wanting more and looking forward to more. Yes. And I hope it's as good, if not better, than this movie. Mm-hmm. It definitely set up a great yeah. foundation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just showed me that the Lego movie was completely a fluke. Yeah. And the movie had both a, a mid-credits and a post credit scene. The mid-credits scene with Bowser being small, great. There it is. <laughs> Singing peaches are good. <laughs> and then the post credit scene with a Yoshi egg... Um, I mean, some of the Yoshi kind of got ruined by having that scene on the island. They could have just cut that out, and it had more of an impact for the post-credit scene. I mean, it wasn't really yeah. needed. But, okay, sure, Yoshi's in Manhattan somehow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just I want to know how that pipe got there in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> someone had to build a wall around it, so they someone knew about this Mushroom Kingdom, and like, oh, we got to stop people from going here. You know? Yep. Yep. But, okay. That's, a, that's Movie's got a movie. Movie's got to do its own thing. And just... Well, we're going to have a material for the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. Or, and they frustrate us more. It'll probably answer if Peach is from Brooklyn or, or what. Yeah. She's from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Georgia page. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they're on the. It's on the nose. The last stuff that's on the nose. It makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, just having that there, um, you know, I guess a, a little bit reminded me of uh, Godzilla, um, the, the 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 American one. Like was it two thousand? I think it was ninety nine. 98. 98, and they keep having the eggs of Godzilla there. And I was like, oh, no, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Uh, Jacob, do you have anything else to say about this movie, spoiler-wise? No, it's just I kind of wish there were more, like, more better spoilers than just a Yoshi egg and uh, a mini Bowser. Like, I kind of wish there was an introduction to Daisy or Sarasalade for the Super Mario Lands. Or you'd see Diddy Kong or Kitty Kong, all that. I mean, you kind of do see it in the movie, but speaking role-wise, they needed something. Something more exciting than this. And Bowser Jr. or, about, or the Koopalings? Yes. 
Uh, I, I like how there was a reference on the piano to Ludwig von Koopa, though, that he when he was playing Peaches, which uh, that's kind of a nice touch. I mean, just I, I I love music here. I love how he sang it, and it just was so funny. Oh yes, yeah, and I hope the song gets nominated for best song Oscar because uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. This and the, and and the Cross the Spider Verse are going to be the two movies that duke it out at the Oscars for best animated. Oh, I don't know if it'll make it best animated film. I think it's going to be best song only. Yeah, oh, I have a feeling it's going to get nominated for both because this movie did look gorgeous. Yeah, and, yeah, it, wasn't, and it wasn't, and it managed to not be a ninety-minute ad. It managed to actually not be just an ad. Yeah. It was its own thing, on top of also referencing other things. It was its own thing. It had its own characters. It had its own, you know, basic ideas there. So it built on the nostalgia from the, you know, games, but it also had its own thing there. So, yeah. yeah. It, I, I mean, it's a commercial in the sense, I want to play a new Mario game. <laughs> I like. I want to buy the toys of the new movie. Yeah, it. It, and and I also like that it respected that it's a game. The uh, g- g- as big as Hollywood movies are, it's nothing compared to gaming. So instead of trying to make the game formula fit a movie, they made the movie fit a game formula, which yeah. was smart. I think. I mean, sure, I would have wanted uh, more of a narrative and stuff, but that's my problem and my prejudices coming into this. Once you let go of that expectations of what a movie is supposed to be, and take this as is, you're going to have a lot better time. Most critics just need to let go of your three-act structure and all that crap and just immerse yourself in this experience. Oh, yeah. And this is made with love. You can tell Nintendo made this with love. There's there's love for the franchise, love for the characters. They, they put their heart and soul into this, and it shows. Mm-hmm. All right, any other last words on Mario? Uh, please release it on 3D Blu-ray, Random Space Media. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I already see um, them talking about uh, the... Blu-ray and the 4K disc and having... They don't have a release date yet, but they already have details on what's going to be on there. And I was like, okay, cool. But, um, yeah, that, that it, it deserves to be at home. And if, if that has to be, like, a 3DS exclusive, then so be it. But, I mean, this can't be a thing that only exists one time in theaters. You know? God, people got to see this in 3D. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, movie, what? A, a, a movie's only in a theater a few months anymore maybe six at best it's going to be on home media and stream forever and you know the movie will see it either online or on disc yeah <clears throat> it's just it's just sad that of lost media please yeah it's too beautiful we spent too much work on it and uh, don't let it get tossed away I, I'm surprised that Miyamoto wasn't here at all. Like, the, I would expect him to have a line or have something. I didn't see anything referencing Miyamoto, and I, I kind of was shocked, honestly. I mean, I think he, I think he knows what he like. He's not an actor, so I mean, he does have good camera presence on the Nintendo Directs and stuff. But yeah, he's just like he's letting it do its own thing. 
I just kind of expected something kind of like the um, cameo of Stan Lee, you know, that kind of thing. You know, maybe have... Yeah, but, but like, I don't even know if he could speak English, so I mean, that could be another reason. Um, maybe, you know, the crowd scene at the end of the game, movie where, um, you know, they're cheering Super Mario Brothers. Just have, you know, him, a character model there. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. That's all I needed. That's all I wanted, and they didn't get it. I, I, like, does anybody else kind of wish... That the human characters at Brooklyn kind of look like me's instead of like Mario characters. <laughs> mm, no, <laughs> me's are kind of disturbing looking. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I just thought that'd be kind of funny, like a or at least having me in the background, like hey, there's me. <laughs> but and that first opening scene with them actually plumbing and the dog is fun. It's just kind of it's just a silly wacky movie. It's fine to have silly wacky. Movies. You don't always have to have serious, you know, stuff. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. In any way, you're never gonna top uh, the student, the plumbing. We will go for plumbing comedy. So, yeah, um, I'm glad y'all enjoyed it too because I really enjoyed it, and you know, I I was shocked to see the reviews being so low, and I was like, really? Come on, man. Yeah, but like the the audiences know what's up, and the movies doing gangbusters at the box office. It's like the number one second weekend of any film, I think. Yeah, and it hasn't even come out in Japan yet. And when it comes out in Japan, I think it's going to be huge there, too. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... Uh, I also think a lot of uh, film geeks aren't into video games. Yeah. I mean, but, like, a lot of uh, critics are just like, well, this is not serious cinema, so it's not cinema. It's just product. But it's fun, and audiences like it. <laughs> entertainment value is important. I don't know. This is it, so entertaining. It's emo- it's it's very emotional. It just happens to be a joy emotion. Yeah. Instead of instead of having your heart seared or whatever. It's just a different emotional set that you normally don't get out of film. Yeah, I mean, yeah you don't always have to be depressed to enjoy a movie, you know, like it it doesn't have to be down or just watch the movie. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't like I've seen movies that critics rave about and it's just a boring piece of crap. And it's like, what do they see in it that I don't? It's boring. Yeah. I mean, South Park did it right. Not every movie has to be, you know, gay cowboys eating pudding. <laughs> right. Although, you know... I'm fine with that, gay. but... Yeah. <laughs> but still... <laughs> and not every movie has to, you know, be so... That, you know, makes you re-question life itself and makes you rethink and cry. It's just like a lot of critics think they're holier than thou. And, like, yes, I get it. The, the plot is thin, but it's just a fuck it thing. But a lot of critics also think that video games aren't art. And it is art. Oh, it's most definitely art. Uh, and and video games, uh, when it comes to uh, capitalism, video games are winning. Yeah, they make way more money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if anything, this is just as this is just if this functions as, as an ad in any sort of way, it's to tell film buffs, hey, come uh, play video games. Yeah. Yeah, movies two hours. You can spend weeks with us. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, video game creators that revere and love movies, uh-huh. and they reference them all the time. And 
sometimes there's a lot of games out there that are even better than movies, like The Last of Us video game. Fantastic. Uh-huh. I haven't watched the show, but I've heard great things. Yeah, I haven't watched the show either. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, uh, and part of what's why uh, Fallout, uh, they're not rushing the release of that to um, television, is they want to make sure they get it right. Yeah. I mean, fun factor is a part of a games, and, and joy and enjoyment of the film and, and is part of film, too. But they just, like you, you said, you, you're 100% right, Jake, that a lot of film critics don't understand that joy and happiness is something that you should get from a movie. Everything has to be depressing. <laughs> because uh, joy and happy is our emotions. <laughs> well, the thing is, there are there is cinema... Like um, the umbrellas of, of Schomburg, I was one. A lot of musicals are joyous, but um, I wasn't trying to say that film critics don't know joy because, but they uh, don't understand anything that's not in them. They expect certain things in cinema, and this real and this movie really blurs the line between what is a video game and what is cinema. Yes. And I think that's going to get pushed even further. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we had a good discussion here. Um, I guess it's going to be it for us. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, folks. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, MK Ultra, Kevin Winter, Alex Folk, and Gravity Head Zero for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.